הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני הפך. קדושים אשר בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם. נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפק בן צמחה נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן. זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם. Today we're going to start with Torah 176, Kuf Ayin Vav. Also going to do Torah Kuf Ayin Zayin, 177, and that's uh, the two lessons we're going to do today. So Rabbeinu starts in lesson 176. A person needs to be very quick to expel from his midst, from his midst um, this um, spirit of foolishness, which is a better known as the evil inclination. What is this, the spirit of foolishness? That which his heart is filled with a ruach shtut that sticks to him. Meaning the fact that his heart has this, um, this spirit of foolishness that, uh, that is attached to it, we have to get rid of it very quickly. tells us the key to bring us far away from this spirit of foolishness and to draw us close to holiness is what? To attach yourself, to bind yourself to the true tzaddik. And this binding, this attachment is done by what? Ahavat nefesh. This love of the soul, this inner love. That which a person loves the tzaddik very much. As we saw in another lesson previously, that true attachment comes through love. And uh, the love of the tzaddik has to be greater than the love of woman, as we saw above in that lesson. And when a person loves the tzaddik very much, this person's heart is encompassed within the heart of the tzaddik. And because this person's heart is filled with um, spirit of foolishness, this foolish spirit, and what is spirit? It's air, this foolish air. And what is the nature of air? It's to seek a vacuum to fill. Air, feel, air fills the space. Um, which it needs to. <clears throat> As is known by the by the those people who um, who investigate, who study science and philosophy, etc. That this idea of air is to constantly seek a vacuum so that I can fill it and fill it with it, with its presence. And whenever this air finds this vacuum to fill, it bursts and it breaks out quickly and wildly. And therefore, when a person's heart is encompassed within the heart of the tzaddik, and the heart of the tzaddik is, is hollow, which means the vacuum is empty of air, it's, 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 um, it has no air within it. In the aspect of what it says in David Amenach, King David writes about himself that my heart is hollow within me, meaning that it has no air within it. it has, and what's this air that we're talking about? The spirit of foolishness. Meaning, because a tzaddik doesn't have foolish spirit within him, he's completely attached to holiness and that and true consciousness, then he doesn't have this uh, spirit of foolishness. And by that, uh, by that fact, the second. Our hearts attach ourselves to the heart of the tzaddik because our hearts are filled with this, uh, this air. And the heart of the tzaddik isn't. And it needs, it's almost a vacuum, the heart of the tzaddik. Then we, the second we attach ourselves to the tzaddik, our heart immediately bursts out to encompass itself within that space of the tzaddik's heart.
Therefore, the spirit, the air of the spirit of foolishness that is attached to our hearts, that this person's heart or our hearts are filled with this foolish, with this air, that this air breaks his heart in a great bursting and flees outward. Because of the fact that it found this. Um, this empty space within the heart of the tzaddik. Therefore, when a person expels with great quickness this spirit of foolishness from within his midst, through this he has a broken heart. Because he broke his heart through the quickness and the bursting of that air, um, that foolish air that emerged from his heart. And therefore, because it momentarily found no way to exit, therefore his heart got broken. In between the time that it took his air, the air within his heart, the spirit of foolishness, to uh, transfer to the, the heart of the tzaddik, to become nullified within the heart of the tzaddik, during that moment, um, it found no way to exit. It didn't, found, it didn't find this place uh, to rest. And um, therefore, this person's heart remains broken. Torah Kuf Ein Zayin, an awesome Torah, which um, Rabbeinu speaks about in Chayim Oran, actually, he speaks about this inyan. He brings a verse in Bamidbar, chapter 14. That God said, I will grant you forgiveness according to your word, or as you spoke. Rashet Tevot Kosi. It's um, this phrase is an acronym for the word Kosi or Kosi is an acronym for the word for this phrase as we just said that Kosi if you take the word the first letters of this phrase and you mix them around you have you have Kosi my cup my goblet so we're going to see this idea as you see, as according to your word in the verse it says over there, davar, the main root of this is davar, thing. That we see the acronym for the word, um, the acronym uh, of davar is da, uh, these three letters, daled, bet, and resh, is um Start with this um, this acronym of this the acronym of this phrase is davar dishanta v'ashem and roshi. What is dishanta? You anointed v'ashem and roshi. My head with oil. You anointed my head with oil. At the bottom in teilim. So if you take the first letter of that phrase, you have davar. So we're going to see what this means, what the connection is between these two things. And Rabbeinu writes in Chayyim Oran that v'yamar Hashem sarati kitvarecha that through the tzaddik. When the tzaddik has a, a cup of wine, he's able to atone for sins. As we see um, within the verse, I have, um, I'll grant you forgiveness according to your word. And Rabbanu is going to elaborate. For there are true tzaddikim, that they have the strength, that whenever they drink wine sometimes, they're able to atone for sins, to forgive sins through this. 
כי אמרו רבותינו ידידי חכמים 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 מסיים לגמרא יומה שיין יש לו שני בחינות שלאחר נעשה ראש שנעשה ראש שבחינת מוחין אל תדעי ירו לאכול לכפר עוונות שהוא מסיים לגמרא יומה רבנו טלזוס הוא מביא לנו לגמרא יומה והווין has two powers two types of strength if you merit to wine if you merit drinking wine and holiness נעשה ראש you become a leader and לא זכה נעשה ראש as you know the gemara over there if you don't merit you become like a pauper so what when a person merits to drink the wine and holiness and he becomes a leader once you become a leader a rosh a head this represents intellect because what is it a rosh literally means head what's the head it's the, the mind the mentalities through this he's able to atone for sins that the wise man will atone for sins meaning a, a person who has mentalities is able to atone and how do you attain mentalities through whenever you drink wine and holiness and this is why it says in the verse and Hashem said I have forgiven you according to your word because the word davar Uh, if you take each letter, it spells out the phrase, Dishanta Bashemen Roshi. Daled is Dishanta, Bet is Bashemen, and Resh is Roshi. You have anointed my head with oil. As we said above, which represents this verse of anointing a person's head with oil, represents the completion of the mentalities. Meaning, when a person's mentalities are in perfection, in its perfect state. Chapter 30. Holy anointing oil. What does oil have to do with the head? Like precious oil upon the head. Kayadu as is known. Brought down. Um, if I'm not mistaken. In Priyat uh, Chaim. Or the Zohar Kadosh. I believe it's a Zohar, if I'm not mistaken. But then the Zohar. This, um, this idea. Can this, this Zohar. So, um, in the Zohar, and in, um, <coughs> and Shara Psukim Mishle, of the Arizal, I believe. So, it's brought this idea that this precious oil upon the head is this Yinyan of mentalities. And what is this oil? The Shanta Vashem and Roshi. It's Davar. Salachti Kidvarecha. I've forgiven you according to your Davar. What's Davar? The mentality meaning Hashem is able to forgive for sins because um, this Tzaddik is able to ascend up to this place of Davar, which is what? The Shanta Vashem and Roshi. This, this oil which is anointed upon the head of someone, which represents meaning that the Tzaddik has attained a perfect state of mentality. And because he's a wise man, he's able to atone for sins. And this is what it says in the verse. And we said above, um, <coughs> that is an acronym for the word Kosi. And this is what it says forgiven you according to your word as you have spoken, meaning that the forgiveness is Kidvarecha, is like your word. What is Kidvarecha? Meaning, according to the holy anointing oil that is poured upon your head that you've attained. Meaning, the forgiveness is according to how much you've brought in of those mentalities. Kidvarecha. Meaning, Shasicha Kidvarecha. The Sicha is according to the word Kidvarecha, which is what? Davar. Dishanta Vashem and Roshi, as we said. Meaning, according to how much um, mentalities you've gained, how the mentalities that you've attained, this is how much forgiveness you're able to bring down. 
Meaning, according to the mentalities, the intellect that the true tzaddik attains through his drinking of wine. Um, equivalently, basically, he's able to merit to uh, forget to bring forgiveness to sins. Because the essence of forgiveness comes through the wisdom and the mentalities, the holy mentalities and wisdom that this tzaddik attains and receives. It is brought down in the verse in that the wise man is able to atone, as we said above. And this is what it says in the verse that you have anointed oil upon my head. What is it saying? My, my cup overflows. Meaning what? What is Revaya? Rabbanu is going to bring another verse. In Tehilim. We went through fire and water and you took us out with overflowing abundance. Revaya. This abundance. This overflowing abundance. Which is Revaya. Uh, this overflowing from Tehilim 23. Which is this idea of redemption, which occurs through what? Whenever the tzaddik is able to uh, drink wine in holiness, according to his mentality, the the mentalities that he receives through the drinking of wine, that he's able to to draw us this forgiveness from Hashem and to take us out with overflowing abundance. The same overflowing that is mentioned with regard to the cup that we are explaining to be the cup of the tzaddik. Because the same is true with regard to the egg that have the golden calf that brought down in Shemot chapter 32. That Moshe Rabbeinu burnt the entire golden calf and he scattered it upon the water and he made uh, these people drink. What does it say in Tehidim? In Tehidim chapter um, 58. Are you indeed silent? Haumnam, are you indeed shinaseha umanut ilem? Meaning, what is umnam? On the surface level, means are you? It's a question. Are you indeed? Are you surely silent, etc. But what's umnam? It comes from the word umanut. Shinaseh umanut ilem. That the craft becomes silent. The master, the master craftsman becomes silent. Meaning that he has no speak with which to exult, with which to bring uh, uh, praise. Because you need to create speech to this master craftsman that he's able to bring praise up above to God. And from Elem, from this aspect of Elem, which is we said this mute, this silence, if you add hey and you, you create Elohim. Elem is Aleph Lamed Mem. But if you add the hey and the yud between the Lamed and the Mem, you have Elohim, which is the name of God. Why? What did the hey and the yud represent? Because the yud and the hay represent the intellect. Because what did yud hay? It's yud is chokhman, hay is bina, which are the mentalities. Chokhman bina, which is the mind. Meaning, according to the how the tzaddik attains yud and hay, he's able to bring this atonement to uh, this dibur, which is this dava, which we said is the shanta b'shem and roshi, etc. That the intellect that a person wants to attain to be able to atone for sin, that the tzaddik is able to bring down, that this tzaddik is able to draw down in order to atone for sins, is all dependent upon one thing, which is shmirat abrit, uh, guarding the covenant.
Because what does it say in the verse? Shifteya, the tribes of God, Edut Israel are a testimony to Israel. Arab Gamamit, which what are they a testimony to Am Israel for? For blemishing the covenant. As Rashi brings down in Parashat Pinchas. It says in Kaddish. In the world. Which he created according to his will. And rain be given to his malchut, to his kingship. What is malchut kingship? Malchut represents kavod glory. As it says in Tehilim of Ashre. Tehilim 145. They shall speak of the glory of your kingship. So we see that kingship has this innate aspect of glory within it. We see that kingship is glory. And this all represents ratzon, divine favor, will. Because the will of man is his glory. That the will of a person is his glory. And when a person is content and disposed, sorry, disposed towards the will of Hashem, the willpower of God, according to the way that God wants things, then he gives reign to God's kingship. Because the essence of kingship comes from will. And this is why it says in Kaddish, and we said in the verse, in the world which he created according to his will, and reign be given to his kingship. Meaning what? Because we just said that the essence of kingship comes from his raton, from a person's raton, and specifically when a person is willing to give up his desire for Hashem's desire, then that is, the, then that is giving over the reign to Hashem's kingship. But when God, when, sorry, when a person wants some sort of other will, when he wants something else, which is not according to the will of Hashem, not according to the will of God, through this he creates a kingship of other things, which is what the kingship of the other nations. And according to this other will that this person has, whatever it could be for, this, uh, the same is true of how he creates a kingship of other nations. He gives basically kingship to the other nation, to the Goyim. Because Rabbeinu tells us that a person needs to completely nullify his Ratzon entirely in comparison to the desire of God. That he should have no will or desire that is opposite. Only the way that God wants it. Whether um, whether it's that God wants you to have uh, money or children or whether it's God forbid the opposite the same is true of every single other will that you should want nothing except for that which Hashem wants what does it say in the Kaddish May his great name be greatened and sanctified. May his great name be exalted and sanctified. What is Yidgadal to be greatened? To be exalted? Tage Dal. It's upon the words. If you mix them around. Tage and Dal. You have what's Tage? Tage is a crown. And Dal means poor, poverty. Shehu Tage Keter, which is what? Tage, crown, which is Keter, which we know is the Keter, which in Hebrew means crown. So we see that Tage and 
Tage and Keter are one inyan, it's crowned Dal Bechinat Yaakov. And what is Dal poor? This is the aspect of Yaakov Avinu, Shu Akev, who represents Yaakov, comes from the word Ekev, heel. Yaakov is a heel, Bechinat Dal, which represents poor. Because it stands at the bottom, it's crushed. Uvchinat Yisrael, Uvchinat Tage. And the aspect of Israel represents Tage, the crown. Because what is Israel? Why was Yaakov called Israel? We see that the name Yaakov represents poverty. Um, this aspect of being poor. Because Yaakov represents the heel, it's the lower part. But what is Israel? Israel is the crown. Israel is the other name of Yaakov, the higher name of, Israel, of Yaakov. Why, why, was Yaakov, why was Yaakov named Israel? Because what does Israel come from? Kisarita. Israel comes from the word Sarita. Because you become ennobled before Hashem. You become like an officer before Hashem. Meaning you begin with authority and kingship. And Yitkadash, what does it mean, Yitkadash, and be sanctified? May his great name be exalted and sanctified. Sanctified. Yitkadash is apparent in the words Tafkuf. You have the letters Taf and Kuf in there, and then you have Shakai. You have uh, Yid Kadash, which is Tafkuf Shakai, the name Shakai, which means Almighty, and Tafkuf Rabba. What is Rabba? Yid Kadash Shemeh Rabba, the great name Rabba Be'er. If you play around with the word, it's Be'er, which is this aspect of a well. Umazbiya lechol charaton. What did it say in the verse um, in Ashre? That God um, satisfies the will of every living creature, of every living being. Okay. Rabbi Nathan's writing that all these things that we just mentioned were not written except in bullet points or in outline. Because at the time when Rabenu said these awesome matters, we did not merit that Rabenu explained them to us uh, in a proper manner, as was normally Rabenu's custom. Rabenu said this lesson basically with very great quickness. And Rabenu hinted to us all the kavanot, all the divine, the the. The um, the mystical intentions of the Holy Kaddish that are explained in the Kavanot in the the um, the meditations of the Arizal, as we mentioned above, and and, um, and none of us know what the explanations of these words are. That's it for today, Bezrat Hashem. Very very deep lesson. The um, Bezrat Hashem, maybe we have the merit to really understand this. And to truly attach ourselves to the tzaddik as he saw in the first lesson. To completely nullify our heart of foolishness to the heart of the tzaddik, which is completely hollow. And b'zat Hashem that, we, um, that, we're, that the tzaddik is able to draw down for us this, uh, this forgiveness for sins through, um, through his um, drinking of wine, b'zat Hashem. And that we should nullify our raton before Hashem's raton to exalt his name, b'zat Hashem and his kingship.